What's poppin' in Doppelpopolis? Let's get magical this week on Hapless Heroes. Omega Project. Hello and welcome back once again to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. Hi, what up, Dave? Dave? Hey, you guys! <laughs> nope. Wow. We yeah, are in a cave. That wasn't good. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be good. I'm the DM and I get to do it anyway. So let's uh, start by introducing all of these not DM people. Starting from my right, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Please don't ask me to write music and lure children again. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I know they're children, but they have to know what alcohol is. To his right, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. We are trying to recruit two magical prodigies for the Omega Project. I'm trying to find the liquor cabinet. I don't, you are missing the point, Quinn. You are missing the point. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. The sooner we can get out of this horrible doppelpopolis, the better. To his right, we have Zach as Parada Lincolnwoods. Guys, over here, I found the heroin wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> spiraling and spiraling. So we're we returned from last, one. The last week. Uh, we had a... Um, uh, Sudden and abrupt cliffhanger that was totally done in a child's voice and not my poor rendition of a child's voice. You did your best. I'd like to tell myself that too, but that, that <laughs> might be just as uh, fictitious as, well, frankly, this entire town. Uh, so they had interrupted Hedrick mid-podcast. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> yeah. No, no, you, got, you, you got, don't really you... have to listen to the whole podcast to get the, uh, the, review. Get the gist of it. Well, they were yeah. yelling from the back the backyard, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he didn't have to use the review feature. He could mm-hmm. just yell it into the house. Right. Any other reviews out of curiosity within 2,000 feet? No. Okay, I'm just curious. Um, no, if that becomes the end of the podcast and it comes to its conclusion, there would be no other reviews at the end. Okay, just checking. Just making sure there's no one else alive in, the, in, you know, in 2,000 feet here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I suppose we should probably go out there then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you enter the backyard where there is a impressive looking yet small tree house in the lone tree in the backyard. This was not in the previous place above ground. No, it was not. Okay. In fact, it was cons- the tree house and the tree it was in were conspicuously absent from the backyard. Okay, that's good to know. Like there was like like there was like a a bare spot on the ground or something. What made it conspicuously absent? Every other yard had a tree. Oh. And there was a sign in its place that said, no tree here. (laughs) (laughs) Not even these eight-year-olds would be quite that ham-handed. All right. right. Okay. Uh, Mostly because, you know, I don't know, maybe turkey-handed. 
That's pretty some pretty salty talk. <laughs> oh. All right, let's get to the meat of the matter. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, looking that, up, that pun wasn't quite cured yet. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah, these are some, <laughs> these are some rare puns right here. Wow. So looking up at the treehouse, can I actually see anyone, or uh, would it appear that this voice came from inside? Yes, and in fact, uh, as you are entering the backyard, um, one of what you assume to be the two eight-year-olds you were looking for mm-hmm. who I, are, comes out on. of the tree. Hold on, hold on. That's uh, Flynn, and, Flynn and Fletcher. Yes. Okay, so which one is Flynn and which one is Fletcher? Well, Flynn was indicated to be one with sort of uh, pointy features, and That's he true. is, in fact, who comes out of the tree. Okay, great. Sort of a, uh, his, it's sort of like his whole face comes to a point at, you know, his nose, which was already kind of big and pointy. Cartoonishly so. Yes. Hmm. Okay. With a big shock of red hair up top, wild and unkempt, as it were. Okay. Yes. Otherwise, he looks to be relatively normal, but um, looks like he hasn't changed in a couple of days. Fair, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be like, "Hello, I am Felix Fizzlebottom. I am a representative of the Omega Project. We have come to recruit you and your brother to one of the most prestigious magical and science organizations that Taldoria has ever seen. The most science. <laughs> All science. I said what All I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest scientist with the worst timing possible." You, you do know what's going on right now, right? Yes, we are trying to... And you to... felt like this was an appropriate time for a recruitment pitch to your school. Well, we're just trying to get you out of here of the I mean, danger zone. You could zone. get in line with all the other ones that are trying to get a hold of us. I'm a little bit busy right now trying to keep this town in two places at once. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I guess I didn't necessarily mean, like, right this second. Uh... I should have probably asked, hey, how's it going? What's going on over here? Why don't you Oh, yes, because small on? talk is a much better idea. Okay, why don't we just... What? He's really testy for an eight-year-old. Okay. When it's just enjoying Felix being, like, put uh, in his place by an eight-year-old. It's pretty great. Look, it's I, you know, I I do not... Well, here's, a, here's another fun one here. Uh, I think flattery is the best way to direct attention away from me, so... Listen, I think that uh, it's obvious that what you've done here is incredible. Nothing short of incredible. Way, way more than any, I could possibly uh, do on my own uh, with regards to extra-dimensional spaces. Um, how can we help you fix this problem so that you can uh, join the project safely and not consumed by an undead horde that's arriving in 18 hours? Can you make an undead horde disappear? Uh, I can. Like, the entire thing. No, I mean, we could probably put up a good fight, but uh, I don't know if we possess the resources currently uh, to disappear an entire undead horde. However, we are building an airship armada, but it'll be ready in like two and a half months. Okay, so plan A is out. Plan B is looking sketchy for how we are going to get about 150 civilians out of this to safety in the amount of time we have left. Okay, so I actually haven't even encountered any real civilians here, so uh, where, where are those? Are they okay? Where are they? They're okay. We've got a spot where they're hiding out. Okay, that's fair. They, they wouldn't expect they, you to they, volunteer they that information quite, They're a little shaken up. They wouldn't quite accept, you know, the whole underground town thing. 
I can understand that. I wanted them to just live in here like they'd been living in their homes, but no, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to play. I mean, yeah, listen, I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, the project is a great place. So for right now, let's just get everybody safe, and then we have a place where you can just research magic and do all the cool, crazy stuff in a controlled environment. That's fantastic. So you said you have an airship that got you here? We do, yes. Does your airship have room for 150? I don't think so. Okay, so that's plan B gone. I thought we were. I thought that was plan B. So we're how many? How many plan Bs do we have? Plan A would have been get rid of the army. Plan B is get all us and all the civilians out of here. So with that, plan C is what we've been trying to do: keep this entire town hidden. You didn't. So that they can all pass by and hopefully not be overhead. Because we've only got about a week and a half worth of food otherwise. So I'm going to, uh, I don't want to uh, put a, a pin in that balloon right there, kid. Uh, these hordes, we've seen what lies beyond and, and up north. And these these hordes don't end. Okay. You've done an impeccable job keeping everybody safe so far. What we're saying is with the airship and your help, that plan B can become plan A and we can get our A out of here. B. B. <laughs> and uh, quick question. The, C, you see? Quick question. <laughs> the, uh, the doctor on the surface. Uh, illusion? Real? Was he real? There's some time magic stuff happening up there. Real and a real nut. No, no time magic? No time magic happening is what you're saying. Real nut? Possibly time magic. You'd have to be a nut to try it. Well, uh, you're looking at, I'm, I'm looking at uh, f- the, f- the five of us. Five nuts. Right now. We'll speak Can any yourself. of you five nuts do time magic? No. Okay, so <laughs> we're still not there. Okay, so I, okay, now I've, I, I understand where your limits are, obviously, so that's good. Uh, Jarrell will uh, raise his hand for a moment uh, and say, the horrors that are coming down on your town. Every time he says it. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Every, what? Every fucking time he says the word horror. Right. Um, <laughs> that are coming down on your town will be able, many of them are very powerful. They will be able to see through your illusion in, in a matter of time at least. If you assist us, Dr. Hines said you, the two of you, or three of you working together could evacuate all of your towns. Yes, he probably also said he has a platypus as his nemesis. He says lots of things. Did he mention that? Most of them <laughs> most of them have absolutely nothing to do with reality. What I'm now, Jarl, I'm gonna try to use a persuasion on this one. What what I'm trying to say is that what's coming will come anyway. Whether or not you have your illusions up. You will be trapped down here forever. You will run out of food eventually. If you help us help you we can all get out of here together. And I'll roll a persuasion on that. All right. Uh, 18. Oh, wow. Goodness gracious. All right. Or 17, sorry. You can't do math either. <laughs> um, not without a plan. So that is why I'm asking the questions here. So. Well, no, I... <laughs> 
I, I think that that was the plan, was yes. it not? Yes, the plan is to get everybody out of here, Jarrell. No, 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 but to have them build a yes. machine. Or help His us. His insight beat your persuasion, sure. so he wasn't sure. I get that. influenced. I get that. He wants something a little more concrete. Absolutely. Well, uh, can we, uh, where's your, where is your brother? I feel like I th- we, we kind of, I think that the, your, your skills in tandem are what are probably going to solve our problem here. Um, Flynn turns around. Hey, Fletcher, you busy? A trap door opens in the bottom of the treehouse there. Mm-hmm. And his brother, suspended from wires, lowers down out of the bottom of the treehouse, <laughs> waves, and then zips right back up into the bottom of the treehouse. Not very social, is he? He was also covered in grease with tools in each of his hands. Okay. Um, well, the. Which tool did he wave with? Uh, with uh, what looks like a pipe wrench. Okay, nice. Nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just... So, uh, obviously, he doesn't talk much. Um, well, if the, I'm hoping that at least what the doctor said about you guys was true in that your brother can build really big things and you can do really amazing magic. Yes. So what we've been really trying to do here is continue to sell to the ravening horde that there's a town to pillage above. I don't know if you've been uh, kind of paying attention to uh, all the automata we have down here. Yes, I I did notice that that they were automata. They are very convincing. (laughs) They don't need to be because I'm taking a projection of them and making them appear up on the ground. We meant them. Yes. You didn't happen to get in any fights with them, did you? Nope. No. Not on the surface. That's a shame, because you'd have found out that they're absolutely dismemberable. Oh, my God. <laughs> we tried hey, to grapple one. don't look at me. I just needed to make it convincing for the ravening hordes. Okay, okay. I mean, listen, that's, again, pretty brilliant. Uh, but you're missing the point that, like, this horde's just going to move on and... And all of a sudden, we're safe to evacuate. Hmm. Hmm. What? That was the assumption, yes. Well, because I'm worried that, like, I I don't want to get stuck down here. No, they will get stuck down here. That's what Tyrell was trying to say. There is no way that they... They're going to just convince the undead horde uh, to just, like, eat a bunch of illusory... People Even if they do, they walk away. The dead don't leave. No, they're they just there. Just occupy, right? And continue to move. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what Jarrell was trying to get across to him. Oh yeah, and this isn't something he'd know. They're they're child prodigies. They're not mm-hmm. omnipotent. No, right. and we've you know we're we're undead experts. So, what is the capacity of the eleven o'clock shot, uh, shadow? Yeah, airship. Like the uh, the the. The remaining the space, bit, yeah, the yeah. remaining space that we could fit civilians, because then that gives us at least a minimum of how many we have to carry. I still think something attached to the airship is going to yeah. get us away. Using the airship technology, just create something that can hold them. Yeah, and this is like a standing room only situation. I know? mean, it might be sluggish, 
but at least we can stay off the it's ground kind of tow, and keep tow going. something. Yeah, yeah, let's tow something. I think that's that's a good idea. Tow it, tow it, <laughs> tow it in there. I mean, I don't hate the idea actually. It's, I said a basket last time, and y'all laughed at me. I know. And, <laughs> that did happen. You know, we did laugh, and then we started to actually consider what our real options are here, uh, Hedrick. That's and a real option. I'm really starting to lean towards the basket. And heck, yeah, if the I basket can, maybe uh, the tisket. I mean, ticket. <laughs> the tisket. Tasket. Tasket. Trisket. Biscuit. <laughs> Town containing basket. Biscuit. Alright. <laughs> Bob it, twist it. Yeah. <laughs> Slam it. So Okay. I could uh I could possibly uh sort of recruit <laughs> means of mass suggestion. Well <laughs> so we could get some work done if it requires manpower. Well, let's ask the let's ask the kid who's building all the stuff. Alright, Flynn. Wait, you mean like you mean like you'd need an entire town full of automata to assemble something? Uh, that would help. Wouldn't that expedite your work? Gosh, like crazy? I wonder where I'd get those from. Wouldn't it be so much easier to relax on the deck of an airship rather than trying to keep two towns going at the same time? Fletcher? It, he turns and uh, says to the treehouse. Fletcher, again, descends a little bit out of the bottom, this time with a metal box probably about two inches deep by about like eight by ten, almost the size of a book. With it's his ayahuasca box. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's shaped like a box, oh. but it's got a gigantic, comically large red button on the front mm-hmm. like that sticks out another two inches out of the front of it. It's probably a good four inches around. Does okay. it have a little radio antenna on the top? Yes, it does. <laughs> it goes boing, 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 boing. Like that whole yeah. floppy thing with the bulbous end on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, yeah. Fletcher, without a word, pushes the big red button. And I'd like everyone to make a perception check. Sure. Oh my god. You're failing. This one's, this, you have inspiration too. This is going back per- in. Perception, right? Back <laughs> in the fucking bag. <clears throat> 13. Um, okay, so Hedrick, 13. Uh, Quinn? 16. 16. Felix? 3. Jarrell? Not good. 6. And Paradil? 8. So, a 16. Yeah. Good. You hear what sounds like... Clunk. Like, happening in a lot of different places. Like, all at once? All at once. So you're kind of hearing it echo a little bit. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Fletch, what's going on? You don't hear it. I... Oh, you just hear it. Yeah. I don't hear it. Oh. Um, what is that racket? W- what is happening? Do you go take a look and see, or do you just where, stand there and listen? Well, you said it's coming from everywhere. So where It's am, coming where from, like, maybe all of the other neighbors' homes. Okay. Um, I look at where I hear it the closest. Okay, so popping out of the yard and past the fence, you look out into the street and see a robo-dad standing in front of every single front door. (laughs) Okay. Like, facing out from the house. Mm -hmm. Like, they all just exited their house, closed the door behind him, and stood on the doorstop. Mm -hmm. So we're in Stepford Wives right now. Stepford Husbands? (laughs) Stepford okay. Dads. Stepford Dads. Stepford Robots. Stepford. Stepford something. Oh, my um, Stepford Dad is really laying on the 
guild um, today. <laughs> can I can I ask why all of the robotic fathers are out on the street right now? Step for dads. Step for um, dads. They're all just standing right in front of their doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. Or I'm sorry. So um, why are all the the dads out in front of their doors? Step for dads. There's. <laughs> Do you need Fletcher to press the button again? Sure. Fletcher presses the button again. The dads all step forward. And now the moms step out of the house behind them. Okay, so this remote controls the automatons. But it's just one button. Yeah, that's what. So, <laughs> so every time he presses the button, they take one step? They do, uh, they do something. They all do the same. That, that is a very special button right there. I needed a Bugatti... I need the different voice. I need a Bugatti, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed the gaudy red button. It's more of an illustrative tool. Oh, my God. He's like a fucking uh, like snob. Like, yeah. like, like creative a British stuff. snob. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Makes so much sense. Yes. Pleasure to meet you, Fletch. Love the button. That, that looks nice. Okay. Um, it certainly gets the point across. Yeah, so I agree. And Would you zips back up into the bottom of the treehouse? I was like, right, like right as I'm asking him a question, he just disappears yes. again. Yeah, mid sentence, he so was done. Can we convince your automata uh, 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 village people to uh, potentially construct something that we could tow underneath our airship and bring it safely to where an undead horde isn't? Hmm. Something of a large cart or something would probably work. We could, we could haul quite a bit. A weaved basket could work too. <laughs> oh, we are uh, on a peninsula. That's why I thought we, aerial travel, if we can get them off the ground, then we can go over the water. Well, the goal is to get them to the water because they can be ferried out oh. at the water. Oh, well. I mean, yeah, it's probably better to not like also carry them now over in a, in a body of water. Like yeah, the, probably a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's not have. Let's not push how far we're going to take a bunch of people. Drown 150 people yeah. in a wicker basket yeah. all <laughs> underneath our... <laughs> I don't know. We'll oh. see how safe it ends up being. If it's safe enough, then we'll just take them to the other side. But wicker float. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Can they make? Can can you make something? I Maybe. suppose if we all work together, we could make something fantastic. I am all about teamwork. Makes the dream work. Yeah, so let's he, make it. A- he looks very excited. So let's draw up some plants. That sounds good. You think we could do it through montage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. Basket building montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drafting stuff. I'm going to play some ropes. Uh... <laughs> Still looking for that alcohol. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Wicker basket montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hedrick's playing something. Hedrick's got his loot out, at least trying to create some melody to help mm-hmm. you guys focus and uh, and think about the best way to get everybody off the ground. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have like, yeah, all these scenes of like people drawing diagrams. You got like, you know... Are we actually book. making a giant wicker basket? Is that... <laughs> um, I, I think what, what I mentioned. would like is all of all five characters to contribute to uh, what this idea is. Have some design input. Yes. 
Oh god. So who do we get to start with? Do you want to roll for it? Who we start? Who who gets to put the foundation <laughs> of the transportation apparatus on? Hedrick's kind of a dreamer. I think he'd be looking for the types of resources that are available and what's going to provide you have houses. The, the best solutions. Yeah. I feel like metal is safer, but heavier. But heavier. Wicker, so, gigantic wicker basket <laughs> is lighter, but it's more unstable. So I would want to have it strapped down. Sturdy. I'm thinking four places. Wood framing, wicker, hull, maybe some metal reinforcement on the bottom. So it's not like entirely made of metal, but right. it at least has some protection. And it won't shred when we land. Right. Yeah. Because we just care about getting them off the ground and then we can slowly... Can he fabricate like, like almost like steel cables too, so it's more sh- stronger than just rope dangling from an airship? He's a genius artificer. He is a genius artificer. There are limits to what he can do, but uh, he can do sturdy enough cables. Yeah, like hundreds of feet of cables yeah. just to kind of like make sure this thing has enough room to okay. not be directly below the airship, but like have not also be swinging around. <laughs> Uh, Jarrell so I would. I just want to take a few notes on what we're going to be using for this. So yeah. the um, the cables that we're going to use to attach this to the airship are steel. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have access to this underground here. This, this kid is apparently some master yeah, artificer who's been yeah. building gigantic stuff. He, so. He's been he he can f- somehow whip material out of what appears to be nowhere. This is their test for the Omega Project right here. Okay. Yeah. But there are limits to this. He wouldn't be able to, say, fabricate an entire vehicle or something like no. that. The cables would be helpful enough. Cables are steel. Okay. We should be able to get the automata to make like some kind of basket. Gigantic basket. basket. So you're making a basket for 160 people. that 150 people could fit in. Ooh. This I seems say, like I would a say huge more like basket. I would say more like an egg carton. Egg carton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like wide and long. Like yeah, and uh, you know has like ten pockets for fifteen people each to fit into. Oh. Jarrell is also suggesting wheels. Um. No, we're just gonna set it down. They're gonna get out and get into a fucking boat. Well, in case that it's too heavy, we don't know how how heavy we can actually lift off. We might just have to drag the damn thing. So with this egg carton, you're making what, like two wide by a certain number long of pockets? With like, yeah, like how, how, because you'd need at least, it'd have to be a wagon type situation too. Because you couldn't just have one like 70 row, 40 row bus without multiple wheels on it, maybe separating it into a front and a back portion. Does that make sense? I lost it. <laughs> no. Let's take another take. Because how long is this thing going to be? Okay, think about it like uh, like a double-decker Greyhound bus, but yeah. like on its yeah. side. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, so like you just have like all the, the, the pods for the people to stay. But mm-hmm. like, you know. It has to be like the probably two or three double-decker buses. It's not going to be like luxury passenger-like no. tow here, but it's going to be workable. And we might, we might be able to fit some on the airship, right. too. Here's my solution. All right. So if we have uh, a two by five array of square frames, right? So it's a long rectangle. Mm-hmm. 
2-5 modules. Around 15 people will fit into each module. You need 10 modules. Yes. And on each side of the module, it being a square, there are bench seating, where three to four people can fit on each bench. Yeah, I mean... That will allow 15 people to sit comfortably within each square module. Yeah. Yeah. A row of three people. You need like six feet for that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So it would be 12 by uh, 30 feet. Good man. Each pod. That's why he's the No, the the entire thing is 12 feet by 30 feet. And that would fit everybody? By what? Whatever height, right? Yeah. They're seats. Right. It's, you know, three feet high just to get, give them, like, backrests. I'd want them to have coverage, though, because it's going to get a little windy up there. Oh, yeah, you'd probably want to protect them from the elements a little sure. bit. Whatever way is the lightest oh. way possible. Yeah, I'm the trying to say, what are your guarantees that this the airship will be able to lift this entire thing? I have zero guarantees. That's why I was suggesting the wheels, because <laughs> we could just tow it. Um, can we add propellers to add some <laughs> extra lift to this thing? Well, I was talking to uh, that uh, that blue that blue lady up there. She can she can turn into birds and giant eagles and all sorts of things. Now I'm pretty sure. Heck, I never been a giant eagle before. I might give that a try. That's cool. You'll be able to carry like what two people? I don't know. I mean, anything to help keep that thing going. No. We should we should put some arms out from each corner of this thing and attach a propeller. Okay, what would what would be driving these propellers? Yeah, exactly. Magic. <laughs> Can it just be magic? Right. We got 150 well, you, you, people on there. 150 people. Flynn. Yeah, about to say we're talking about a lot of magic here. <laughs> yeah, this is we are we have a certain budget of magic and we are uh, burning through it uh, quickly. Well, we know we yeah. have ac- access to all the materials. I'm just trying to get a sense of how sturdy you want to make this thing so I know about how much it weighs. We even have about windscreens, too, if we want to use the windows from the houses. Are are there windows in the houses? Because that could provide protection. Also, we don't have to to fly this thing around at, like, our max altitude. It's not going to get that windy. No, you don't have to fly it at max altitude, and you only have to be faster than the oncoming hordes. Right, Right, right. So I think we can build this thing as a pretty lightweight framework that will support them as I'd say a mostly wood, yeah. And have netting underneath, so if one falls off their seat, they won't fall to their death. Mm-hmm. And backrests. I think the thing can right. be pretty much open air. Yeah. Now, are we going to put this on wheels? No. It's going to be lifted. I mean, why? I mean, okay. I mean, here's the thing with the with the wheels, right? I guess some. Like simple casters might work. It's a good, yeah. It's a good backup option. Right. If we can't get lift off with this thing. Right. We can tow it. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, we are just like the first ever blimp, and I don't know how the first blimp would have carried things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I yes, mean, it was built nobody by nobody else knows either. But listen, <laughs> it was built by the project, and it's being powered by a captured air elemental, so like, we got like some... Did, did we ever really even test that thing much? We just kind of built we it really and took off. We haven't really... Awesome. This is a limit we have not pushed yet, so... No, and the only person who would be a real authority on it is on the airship right. and can't help you with right. this. Zero. Perfect, yeah, we'll just, we're just going to bring this problem back to him for him to solve, and uh, hopefully he can do that. All right. With the assistance of Jed Dim. 
<laughs> okay. Now, so I've got a good sense of what you guys are trying to construct here. But we should be clear that we have to build this outside. Because right now... Uh, <laughs> right? Right? We have to take all the equipment oh up the stairs outside. Because that's a shame because you, this thing has been constructed down here inside the cavern right now. No. I, what do you I mean, thought no. we were still in the planning phase here. I don't want to... That's exactly what okay, I thought Okay, okay, good. We'll, we'll call it the planning phase. So right. um, you are looking to construct this in the actual outside. We need yeah, to have... where the, we can actually right. pick people up. <laughs> I had a feeling we'd end up building this whole damn thing and then, and not, then remember we're underground. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad this was clarified in advance because I, I totally had an idea to make you have to get this thing out from the cave. <laughs> That's evil. You're Dave. welcome, goddammit. <laughs> That's fucking evil. <laughs> we, he asked earlier how evil we think he is, and just about that yeah. evil around there. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> I mean I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at the kid. I'm gonna I'm just gonna be like, listen, like, is does this sound like a plan? Can you do this? On the surface. It's a better one we than any we had before. So we can do this. Now understand, the minute we take this outside, if uh, this oncoming horde has any sort of advanced scouts, our cover is blown, and we're committed here. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I do get that, and I totally get that. And we will make sure that if there are any advanced scouts, that we will murder the shit out of them, so that they cannot, you know... Good at that. ...make our position... Good. All right, good. Our table is set here, then. I like this. I don't, because we're putting a lot of faith on ourselves to be able to identify any and all forward scouts and dispatch them, if there are any at all. But we need to build this upstairs, because, you know, I like got the ground <laughs> on the surface. build it in a cave. We can't fucking build it underground, <laughs> so, like, that's a risk we have to take, because this is how we get all the people out of here. Because they're not going to just, like, we're not going to let them just sit underground and then starve after a week. No. Worst case scenario, if we do feel like we are being overrun before it is completed, we will shut the door. You will be sealed down here. Oh, good. Safe, but safe for the time being. While we what? Get reinforcements and come back and save you. They're going to find you down here yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's going to be a big fat honking no. <laughs> They're going to find you down here anyway. Yeah, right, which means we need to do everything we can to not make that even the an option at all and get the hell out of here. Faster the better. The less time, the more time we spend arguing, the less likely your survival rate is. I completely agree with that. I mean, the construction is going to be pretty safe. We can use all the automatas. Mm -hmm. the, all, all the automata. You have nearly limitless manpower and just about limitless materials as long as we can uh, make them in time. Yeah, let's we can. try it. Certainly we can. We All have right. no risk in trying. Okay, good. So uh, after a stair-climbing montage that involves the party, mm. both, both Flynn and Fletcher and looking, about looking disheveled, and yes, a marching army of automata walking behind. Did they sing a song? Too, like, too wide by... Dude, dude. A hundred D are the automata. We're building a contraption to evacuate the people. Get them out of the fucking town. Doppelpopolis will be a ghost town from <laughs> they now on. They refer to it as Doppelpopolis. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did establish that was canon. <laughs> yes. And that, that is the 
stair climbing montage that I really needed but didn't know I needed. Yeah, you're welcome. You guys, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> also, apparently, whenever I think of a montage like this, they turn into Munchkins from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you. I, I was picturing the, uh, the the brooms and stuff from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, Fantasia. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. No, that's that's usually what Pregnard yeah, 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 yeah. does. That's what that's when Pregnard animates objects. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay. Uh, this so is construction, awesome. Construction begins. Okay. We get all the equipment. Um. So you guys, you guys do exit, and uh, Fletcher sends all of the automata off on Operation Disassemble the Town for Scrap Parts, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do two by two. They go to the houses. And in what looks like a highly efficient reverse habitat for humanity, they start <laughs> disassembling the home neatly, homes neatly into parts one by one, going down the street. Now the, the illusion, the illusion is gone, correct? Yes, the illusion is gone the second they start uh, dise- uh, disassembling uh, the houses. What's it and, look like? Well, the first thing you see is uh, a shimmer that goes over all the houses starting with Flynn and going out. Mm -hmm. And you can see just a sigh of relief come over his face as he is no longer holding concentration on a gigantic transference spell. Is he a little fucking nicer now? Not really. (laughs) He's still kind of a shitty dick of a kid. He's a kid, right. He's cranky. He probably hasn't napped in like days. Yeah. Um, So do, do we feel like Dr. Heinz could be useful here. Dr. Heinz is roughly about as useful as a football bat, but if you guys want to go talk to him, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Whatever well, gives my automata more space to do their job. While you're busy building, maybe we could go, because uh, we are here to save him as well. Let's go talk to Heinz. I like that guy. <laughs> just just uh, before we do that, just, just I want to be prepared in, in the event that we need to get something that has a little bit better, you know, perceptive things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend 10 minutes to recast Find Familiar and turn Slim Shady from a pseudo dragon into a gazer. Slim Shady is a gazer. Okay. I'll yeah, just pull a little Is that the, the tiny like beholder? The, yeah, like the, like the little mini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. So she's gross again. Gazers are very small, four to six inches. Uh, yeah, they're tiny. Yeah, you've turned her into that before. Very nice. I figured, you know, the more eyes on the job, the better. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, we kind of uh, do a little uh, flash montage as you walk over to Dr. Heinz. Get the Dr. Heinz funky shaped tower. Get the and so uh, <laughs> you do get to the tower. Mm-hmm. And walk up to it, and you don't hear anything per- in particular going on at the time. I knock three times. You knock three <laughs> times, and far up the tower, you hear a loud clanging noise. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, a good long pregnant pause. Oh, okay, and then another loud clanging noise. Ow! Uh, hey, Doc, is it okay if we come back up? We have a plan. What do you mean a plan? Did you get the boys to come or not? We did. We have a plan. Yes. Yes, you have a plan? Yes, and they are assisting in our, in the escape plan. 
What do you mean, escape plan? We need to get the hell out of here. Who sent you? The Omega Project. Chief <laughs> Executive himself, in fact. Heinz, asking all the important questions. I feel like I'd have remembered that. Oh, oh right. He has memory problems. It's Felix from the Omega Project. We literally just talked, like, I mean, not even an hour ago, man. It was a couple hours ago. Okay, maybe a couple hours ago, man. <laughs> Are you sure? Positive. You just asked me. You, you, you asked me about the boys. You, you, we, we've, you we've, sent we've, us we've, to fetch we've them. interacted before. We know each other. Hang on a sec. Another slam from inside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. To test us, ask us a question that only someone who knows you could forget. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I. I'm. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate you. Do you know that? <laughs> You're doing great, Perry. Thankfully, the fall seems to have jogged my memory. <laughs> the fall seems to have jogged. Is he like throwing himself into the floor? Oh my I will God. neither confirm nor deny that. I'll be right down. Oh my. Okay. So. Pregnant After, pause. Yeah, a good pregnant pause as it's a it's a good awkward like a minute and a half that you guys are waiting at the door for him to make his way down the stairs. It's probably the sound of things like crashing and clattering as he's heading down to, I'm assuming. Not particularly. Well, that's good. Long enough where you're like, is he really coming? <laughs> yeah. Before he opens the door. Like, did he actually forget we were here again? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, Hey there, Doc. We got, we got the boys. They're helping us uh, build a contraption to get everyone out of here. We think you should come. Yeah, the Mega Project, in fact, specifically requested that you come back. We we need you. It's it is it is it is the darkest hour of of of, of our time. What could they possibly need a man like me for? You know, uh, Chief Executive did not necessarily elaborate. He just said that you would be very helpful in helping defend the world from you know terrible things. Have you seen my lab? I have, yes. I, you know, you never judge a person by their lab, you know? I mean, like, listen, we all work in different ways. <laughs> Are you sure you're with the Omega Project? Yes. Because that's all we do is judge other people by their labs. Okay, you... I'm just, I'm trying to be... We have an entire lab judging branch. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen our airship? Okay, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> You have an airship? Omega Project. Airship. What happened to Hedrick Next there? you'll tell me. <laughs> he could put on the best performance ever for this guy, and he wouldn't remember it. So it's like defeating the purpose. It's like another automaton. He's ready to get going back where the people are. Get him on the ship. Serenade them to free them. You know, the to freedom. Yeah, to that's freedom. It. Next, you're going to tell me it's piloted by a robot or something. It is, actually. It's funny you mention that. It's funny you mention that you're full of shit. Uh, okay. Would you Hold like on. to bet? Um, just, Ow. Which, just just take a look up for a second, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the signal. I'm gonna just like, cause 
yeah. <laughs> uh, in Aquin. Yeah, right. Uh, well, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to speak Aquin. I've only heard it spoken around me. I've never actually studied it. You know what I mean? So um, just give me. It's really one. easy to pick up. Ah! Only one vowel. <laughs> <laughs> And I would do that four times. I'm not actually going to do that four times because my throat hurt from the one time. Um, <laughs> just give me a quick, um, let's call it, um, history is an intelligence-based check, right? It sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll call it history. I just want to make sure you're getting your Aquan right. Oh, God. Uh, oh, no. I forgot. Intelligence is not my strong. Really? <laughs> Oh, uh, it's definitely not strong. Fuck. I have not rolled a, yeah, I mean, higher than a three. Yeah, at this let's point. take oh. I'm give you my uh, inspiration. Thank you, Aww. Zach. I'm going to roll this. You're welcome. One. So nice. <sighs> Come on. I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm kind of a nice That guy. was a modified four. I'm so we're going we're gonna to hope for better on this one here. 15. Hey. 15. His pronunciation's a little bit off, but it sounded like hoy. Was translated from Aquin. I mean, not quite a hey. His 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 accent is not very good for Aquin. Does Pregnart have to roll for perception? No, Pregnart knows. knows he just call. knows that um, he's close, but not quite. Yeah, okay. and I obviously uh, just to make sure that it really it carries its way up there. Where's the fucking spell sheet? Are you what prestidigitizing it? Uh, minor, no. minor illusion. Minor illusion. That's to it. kind of create the, the the more booming sound for it, so that it's audible by Pregnart. It's audible by Pregnart, and anybody who would be above the surface. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's audible by those people. Okay. Uh, obviously, uh, we have lookouts on the airship, which mm-hmm. is helpful, and guns. Well, I mean, weapons of mm-hmm. some kind. Yes. And we're Americans, and we know that they'll help in any situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you just have to listen to someone. They solve <laughs> so many problems. <laughs> Problem solver? Uh, you know. Well, you know, the things that might be listening could be quite bad. So, um, <laughs> and while I wait for Pregnard to, uh, you know, and, 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 and is the acting captain with... Mm-hmm. Um, Zero as the pilot uh, to swing the airship around to prove to the. I'm doctor. not so sure. Pregnard's acting captain with Zero on board, but yeah, no, Zero is the say, yeah. Zero. You can't be the captain and the pilot. Yeah, he's the pilot. Yeah, right? he's the helmsman. Oh, <laughs> good point. You Pregnard's are, captain, right? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> Zero literally acting has captain. no problem with this. I know. By the way, acting also, captain. also a decision. When Quinn wasn't there, correct. Well, I mean, Quinn Which wasn't also, there to object, so we sure. made we made the plan. Uh, <laughs> it is I, what it is. So, uh, okay. Uh, while we're waiting for the airship to come round, I am gonna just send Slim on a tour around the town. Okay. I'm gonna start with sort of like maybe like a like a a semicircle, like in the like you know just kind of like patrolling the perimeter and looking around uh, in the direction that the horde is coming from. All right. And just, like, have her take a look around uh, just to see if there's anything unsavory. Okay. The horde is about 18 hours out by now, which is to say 20 miles tops. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, like, nothing... 
no, I, I, you know, like nothing else uh, rustling around, or you know, like it's else, uh, otherwise just still calm before the storm, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think that's important because as it gets closer and closer to the time that they would be getting to us, there would be that, some forward that scouts. we are patrolling. Yes. So Slim's going to keep just kind of um, patrolling the perimeter. I'm going to return to my senses though, but I'm going to just give her the mental, like telepathic command to just like, you know, give me a. Give me a horrible uh, gurgle sound, whatever kind of sound is possible it, it can make, because we do have a telepathic bond, me and this, uh, yeah, me and this thing, uh, just to kind of like give me an alert or a ping, right, if uh, she sees anything. Okay. Off-putting. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Now I wanted to make sure that I uh, see how this is going. So um, Slim can make her a perception check for the first hour. That sounds good. I'm like, I, I'm good with that. Mm. What is? Is that another three? It's yes. another three. Every That's fucking the third one. I think you've rolled. And this is this is a, these are all different die here. Um, so three plus it's seven. Okay. Um, Slim finds nothing. Okay. Her passive perception is fourteen. Just so you know. Understandable. It's, okay. Just, just it's I, I've sort of I've got sort of my mechanic for no, no, how no, for I sure. want to pursue that. For sure. Sure. So um, right now we're there. I may have you make a few of those in batches later. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. But right now I just want to kind of uh, lay our baseline. So uh, Slim is uh, patrolling the town. I want to see what everybody else is sort of doing right now. Um, who is... We're going to say that um, after... Uh, Dr. Heinz has been suitably showed up by the fact that there is, in fact, a robot piloting the airship mm -hmm. and everything he knows is wrong, that it's time to come back into the world and uh, see a few things and try to catch back up. Yeah. So he'll be doing that. So right now, Dr. Heinz has sort of been persuaded to lend his dubious expertise and to come along and abandon his wonderful tower. Mm -hmm. What is everybody doing while things are being constructed? For let's let's call this sort of for the first um, block of six hours until the at least the frame of this thing is constructed. Right, uh, Jarrell Hans will come down and Jarrell will send him back up. Just reminders to all the scouts on the ship to keep alert. Uh, oh, and also uh, see if that uh, bird person could do some laps for us and just check the area again. We're just trying to make sure. Everyone's scouting. Everyone's right. looking. Yeah. As many eyes in protecting this build as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I, so I'm looking for a backup plan, essentially. Like, if we need to buy some time, if we need to, you know, if, like, this build's not done, but the horde is approaching, like, how we can slow things down, potentially, right? All right. Because um, it's always good to have a safety net in case some things go wrong here. Um, I do want to investigate because of the fact that the the boys kind of wrote off the the doctor as uh, kooky and not knowing what he's talking about. Yeah, I do want to get a better understanding of the whatever magic is flowing through this tower. Okay. Um, so that I can, because like I know, and I think we did confirm it was time related. Maybe. Yes. Okay, it was confirmed, right? Yes, he, it was just, confirmed he didn't just say that it. it was I saw time it. related. Okay. I want to see if there's any way that we could potentially even um, even remotely try to use that to our advantage 
whether it's like a, if it, I guess my question is more whether it's a source, right? Or if it's like literally just like a, a rift in time where maybe it would lead to another space. Okay. What I will say is um, due to sort of the preferences of the Omega Project, you at your level would know precisely fuck all about time magic, cool. except that that this is what it looks like. And even that was mostly by process of elimination. Shit. Okay. It doesn't mean there aren't resources available to you, but I, right. I'm going to get back to you in a minute because I kind of want to make you work for this one a little bit. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I'm willing to put the work in. Okay. That sounds good. Hedrick, uh, what are you up to for the next six hours or so? He would feel torn between entertaining the population. Okay. And trying to convey all the information that he can while keeping hopes up. Making okay. sure that everybody is orderly and when it's time to move, we just move. And the other half of him wishes that he could at least uh, inspire his crew. I mean, as far as getting work done, we are here to facilitate and the automatons are doing all of the work. But in the fact that like there's just crowd control, he was he's directed that way because that's where he's most comfortable. Okay. So I, I, I feel like you can have a choice. In this six-hour window, you can either help organize and, you know, uh, hearten the uh, civilians, or you can give help to the rest of the party, but you have to pick one of those two. I am going to be with the people. Go I'm, to I'm the people. Try to at least facilitate so all of my crew Are they can on the focus. surface by now? No, they are, uh, they are down uh, still at the town undersurface. Okay. Um, if you want them to come up in advance, they can, but I guess there'd be almost no point in having them come up to above ground until you're ready to load them on. Right, because all we're doing at that point is just advertising a buffet. Yeah, for the um, undead. So. Yeah, looking at my sheet, I want to be famous whatever it takes, and right now it takes saving 150 civilians. And so if I can be the face, you know, that leads them up to their salvation... <laughs> I want to get my timing right. Because <laughs> at least those 150 people will be singing the songs of Hedrick and not whatever songs Quinn writes after this. <laughs> Proud, uh, but we, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. I like where your head's at. Uh, so, Hedrick, uh, you do go down. You are with the people. Um, now, do you uh, tell people that you're going down there? Yeah, before I go down, I want to make sure I have communication and understand that I can know exactly when to bring people up. Like if there's just a simple time duration, I will start getting people organized as soon as I get down there. And as soon as it's time to go, I'm going to round them up and lead them up the stairs. Well, how many hours do we have right now until it's Well, built? right now it's 18 until then. I'm just covering the first six. Okay. So from T minus 18 to T minus 12 hours. I mean... Right, we have half a day before the undead are give them, Yeah. Entertain them for the next six hours... And then I am also telling the stories yeah. of, our, of our amazing group. I and mean, then I'm not just uh, right. kind of, you know, I'm not bullshitting and, and stalling my way through. I have a lot to tell. Right. Hydra <laughs> can do what he's, what he's good at for six hours. And then just, <laughs> I guess give, like, let them get some rest eventually. We probably all should. Okay. Can uh, at some point Paradil build an automated whip cracker to uh, motivate the automata? Uh, um, I think it's going to make them work any faster than they're working right now. 
<laughs> yeah, but before we get to that, um, now is this um, one of the uh, things you can just make? Yeah, um, can no. you make like a couple of things? Like I can make a music box, I can make a fire starter, and I can make a clockwork toy. Um, and I think this is going to fall under clockwork toy. This is going to be an enhanced clockwork toy. So um, it takes an hour and five gold to make just a regular one. This would take the full six hours. Okay. And 20 gold worth. Okay. But you could do it. All right. Easy peasy. I'm not like going to tell you whether or not it's effective until after you've invested all of this time in gold, though. I'm investing it. It's hilarious. Go ahead and do this. <laughs> I, do, I do like this for hilarity purposes. Quinn. Hello. Uh, so you have caught wind of um, Hedrick's plan. Oh, sure. Yeah. But what is your plan for Good the for six hours? Um, functionality is important. But so is aesthetics. So Quinn oh God. has recruited some automata to help him create... How many? Come on, how, dude. How yes, many? Actually, I would like to know how many. This is important. Two. Two. Not okay. many. Uh-huh. To create... That's too many. Purple and red ribbons. Uh-huh. With the heroes of Tal'Doria... Um, calligraphied down each ribbon oh my God. and they will be attached to the outside of the basket of people. What a colossal waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> and it totally won't make it any more visible or anything. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's what he's doing. But no, you're right. committed to this. This, yeah, is oh, this is happening. Yeah. It is going to... I mean, it's not like an airship is subtle anyways. So like, right. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not really taking away from anything. I think no. you are. We're no, not, you're just making it a monument to your own family. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm thinking about, like, going in, like into battle. You've got your flags and your... You've got your battle basket. Right? You've, got, so you've got your civilian like battle to, basket full of targets. stand... <laughs> And say, this is us. We are doing this. This destroy, is a destroy this first. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly where I'm in my head's at. But it will but it will no. be glorious. It'll have your name all over it. No. <laughs> It'll be wonderful. Gerald, did we cover what you were doing for these the six Scouting hours? primarily. So you um, did mention that you were assisting with the scouting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um Jarrell would like at some point to walk over to uh, Dr. Hines though. Um, and he's, he'll say to him, uh, Phoenix said something about this being uh, time magic that you're working on. Uh, time does seem to be of the essence right now. Would you be able to add anything to our strategy here? Not particularly. They don't teach a ton about time, so I'm really making this up as I go along. Okay, so then let's just leave that at that then. Because uh, Jarl would then assume that this gentleman could potentially make things worse by like putting us into tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah. 150% chance he makes everything worse. Right. Right. Okay. Um, Felix, mm-hmm. I would actually like you to make um, two more perception checks as Slim Shady to cover us till the end of the six hour window. Okay. 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 The first one halfway through is... That's a net one. I thought that was. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a seven. Jesus Christ. I, I don't have anything f- or 
that. Um, that's good. No, no, that's good. I yeah, like that. No, okay. keep going with it. Oh, oh my God! That's another <laughs> two in three, a row. Three, 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 one, Wait. one. But you've also, <laughs> but you've net one earlier too. Yeah, in the last episode, I net one twice. That's what I'm saying. You just net run. And now you net in a row. Uh, Friends getting up. He's so um, getting his car keys. <laughs> <laughs> I live here. He's leaving his own house. That's what makes the joke. He's driving to the airport. <laughs> He's buying a ticket. Um, and flying out. Fantastic. Fuck. Just this a is reminder. sort of putting me where point. I want things. Fuck. Felix, you get an urgent report from uh, from Slim Shady. The enemy is here. And that's where we're going to end this one. Oh, I'm tuning in. <laughs> Saw that coming. Brutal. Yeah, because that this is how this is how I do. Like I kind of felt like this is where I needed it to get to, yeah. and <sighs> that was the perfect result that I didn't know I needed. I'm flabbergasted. Like, oh, we've got plenty of time. Flabbergasted. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> how though? Like how? How oh. can I be this unlucky in one night? You know, Prob- probability. Be- I mean, because yeah. I've used four different D20s. That still sucks. <laughs> but see, it's it's the same thing that when you go to the casino and you switch slot machines. Switch machines? You should never switch slot machines. I don't know what you're talking about, by the way. You got the second best result on a die. If you can't get a 20, get a 1. Those directions are where the plot is. Everything right. That's else very true, actually. I mean, yeah, I've even used ones in previous sessions too to like just drive things forward just in a more spectacular fashion. Yes. And that may be what happens here. But you'll have to find that out next week. Amazing. Until then, though, we can be found on the internet. That's right. We're in such places as Reddit slash R slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, Hapless Heroes Podcast, and we are on both Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. All those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet, hang out with, talk trash with, or exchange memes with, or cat pictures, or dog pictures, or uh, any of your thoughts about the podcast, because God forbid our community actually be about the podcast or anything like that. (laughs) But all those things and more are available in this Discord server where you can interact with us on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Now, if you really like us, though, you can interact with us by leaving us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. And at this point, we are on every podcast service you could possibly access us on. Actually, and I have a review that somebody uh, shared with us uh, a little while ago, and I didn't real, I I just like I didn't get notified about it uh, until uh, a couple days ago. But this one uh, actually comes from uh, Beaconator on iTunes. Uh, The headline is "My Favorite Podcast Ever." (gasps) Wow! Wow! That means a lot. Currently that's on my third is... playthrough of this podcast. Are you serious? <laughs> what? That's like once a year at this point. Good. Why God. do you do this to yourself? Wow. The campaign is awesome. The characters are great, and the players are hilarious. I recommend this podcast to anyone constant looking for a great actual play D and D podcast. And I'm constantly leaving. Listen to hapless heroes notes on all the whiteboards I come across at school. Yeah, that Keep is awesome. Up the great work, fellas. Hey, Beaconator. We love you. Five stars. Thank you. You're, You're doing dudes. great work. You are a five-star human. <laughs> and he's yes, writing these on whiteboards that is everywhere. I know. That's that awesome. That is glorious. That is Every time I have a Baconator, I'm going to think of you. 
but it's Beaconator, like B-E-E-K. Well, I understand that. Oh, <laughs> I want no beak in my bacon. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like B-E-A-C-O-N. Yeah, the beacon. Like beacon. Well, maybe it's Beaconator. turkey bacon. I thought it was like uh, Baconators made out of beaker. Oh, okay. Like beaker, God, like beaker, and beaker. Awful. I love it. Bunch of honeydew. I'll Jesus be meep. All <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just going to focus this one back into a laser point. We're going to turn that laser towards... What happens if you really, really like us? Yeah, and that's donating to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. We got great rewards. We have awesome, fun things to give you. Special Discord roles and a secret, super secret channel. Uh, we got bloopers, behind-the-scenes audio, James's notebook. Just uh, submitting story arcs to the show, which we played through in the last one before, uh, before Dave took over. Like, just so many amazing things. For $80, I'll make you a pair of pants. Damn, well, it's not bad. It's not a bad. It's really not a bad offer. Yeah, no. Like, One size pants for eighty dollars. Send deal. me your size. I'll make the pants. Eighty ducks. Eighty bucks. Eighty ducks. Eighty ducks. <laughs> eighty ducks. Send me eighty ducks. For eighty ducks, I will make each duck a pair of pants and send them back to you. <laughs> so many ducks. <laughs> They're so gonna look great. <laughs> the duck cut. They'll look very posh, very charming. You can bring them to a wedding. They dress up fine. They clean up real nice. All eight. This constitutes a binding offer. (laughs) (laughs) And if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, go to dentistry school and uh, get your DDS and uh, become a dentist. And when someone comes in for cosmetic, uh, dental surgery uh, carve their teeth into the letters H A P L E S S H E R O E S. Hapless on the top, heroes on the bottom. Make sure that you do it so they can uh, read it in the mirror. So you're doing this backwards uh, <laughs> to the outside world and you're just doing this for this person to have a happy little reminder every time they look into a mirror to listen to Hapless Heroes podcast. Quite the grill. Yeah, very good. Totally it's not a, a reminder of the malpractice uh, suit they will inevitably be wearing. No, <laughs> no, it's worth it. It's worth it. A real yeah, party grill. Shush, Dave. You know, one of them RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh God. I I I can't respond to that, so I'm just gonna outro from my left as pair to Lincoln Woods. We have Zach. Where do we go from here? To his <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking it would be slower, like. Okay, nice rhythm to it. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there a prime in between each snap? <laughs> to his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. To his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, brought to you by Francesco. Alarm! Alarm! To his left, as. Lord and Captain Gwyn Southwind. Can't save people without making them look nice. And to his left as Hedrick the Entertainer, we have Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go. Leave your belongings, leave your things, grab your children, grab your pets, let's go. And my name is Dave, and I have been your wayward host and dungeon master this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. So long. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.